What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 51 of the Make a Difference podcast. I am Farah, as you all well know. Last week, we said a farewell to my previous co-host, Darius. We, I hope that you guys listened to that and got to hear him bid us all farewell. But today, I'm super, 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 super excited to introduce you to my new co-host, Cole. Woo! Hello. Hey, <laughs> hey everyone. <laughs> I know I'm not Darius, but I'll try my best. Well, you do have big shoes to fill, but I feel pretty good about how things are going to move forward. So I'm excited. I am excited too. I'm super good. stoked to be able to be a part of this. So. Yay! Well, since our Make a Difference podcast family has no idea who you are, I'm going to let you just have this one. Okay. A little get to know you. <laughs> cool. So my name is Cole, Cole Slayton. Um, I'm 21 years old and I just joined the Madwire team like a week ago, but I've been like working with Madwire for like a month or so. So slowly just becoming part of the team. So I'm just going to like run through like uh, the story of like how I got into all of this, because I think it's really interesting and kind of falls in line with the whole make a difference part of the podcast. So um, when I was younger, my friends were all really good at art and I was never good at art. And it really bothered me for some reason, but I found computers when I was in elementary school. I was really good at computers and they like just came really naturally to me. And um, unfortunately I had a little bit of a rough upbringing as a child. Uh, both my parents were um, drug addicts and criminals. When I was four, they uh, both were arrested. And luckily, I was able to live with my grandparents. They took me in and started to raise me, which was very nice. But I think that when I was younger, I sort of got really into computers because they were almost an escape from uh, my current situation. Not that I thought about it exactly like that when I was younger, but in hindsight, I think I used them as an escape. But that ended up in me becoming really familiar with computers, especially when uh, when I was younger, they're still kind of a new thing. Um, and so I'm kind of part of this generation that's like growing up with technology where it's all second nature to me. And anyways, around middle school, when I got into middle school, I found uh, or I loved playing video games and I fell in love with this popular video game you might know called Minecraft. Back in 2012, this is just around the time when people started making or making money on the Internet like making gaming videos or YouTube, like the idea of an influencer was really starting to take off around 2012. And me being a naive middle schooler who loves to play video games, I was like, I want to be a gaming YouTuber. And I really um, enjoyed this because making videos was a way for me to become good at art uh, in a way that my friends weren't, I guess. And so it was really empowering for me to finally have a medium, I guess, where I could express myself. So throughout middle school, me and one of my friends ended up making over 200 uh, gaming Minecraft YouTube videos. And over my 200 video career, I gained a whopping 37 subscribers. Um, not a whole lot. <laughs> not a lot of success. <laughs> but back then, I wasn't really... I was doing it like to get famous, but I didn't really know what I was doing. I more just really enjoyed doing it. Um, and so made lots of gaming videos with my friends. But once I got into high school... Uh, I stopped playing video games as much because I started hanging out with friends. My social circle started expanding. But deep down, I really knew that this like ability that I had been developing over my middle school career to create and edit videos was something more than just like a fun thing to do for my video games. I it was like finding my own northern star. Like everything kind of started started to circulate around creating videos, and it started to become a large part of my identity. So once I got into high school, I started making videos of real life on my cell phone. And they are pretty much just 
whatever me and my friends were up to on Saturday nights, I called them Papa Saturdays, really stupid high schoolers just running around being annoying. (laughs) (laughs) But in my sophomore year of high school, I had quite a couple of those videos under my belt. And at a funeral, I actually met uh, someone who works at Colorado State University. And we started talking. I know a funeral is a really weird place to make this connection, but we started talking and I showed her my videos. At this time, I was only 15 years old. And after I showed her my videos, about two weeks later, I got a call and she actually offered me a job at Colorado State University as a graphic design intern. Keep in mind that this was a big deal for me, not only because it's like a cool job where I can get paid to like do what I like to do, but I was also 15. And it's at least in Colorado, it's really hard to get a job when you're 15. No one wants to hire you until you're 16. So I like felt like I was cooler than all my friends and everything because they're all (laughs) older than me and I still had a job and they didn't, which was really nice. And I'm incredibly grateful for that opportunity. I still not know how that happened, but it really helped me gain confidence and start start to navigate the professional world, I guess, a little a little early. So I worked with them all throughout my high school career on and off, also working at Subway. But in my upperclassman years, I was the head editor of my yearbook for my school. I started to really enjoy photography and like proper videography, not just like filming stuff on my cell phone. So kind of a naive decision, but I decided my junior year of high school that I was going to quit Colorado State University and pursue just being a freelance full time and start making my own money, doing the things that I want to do. And so I did just that throughout junior year of high school up until a year out of high school. I did freelance jobs, which pretty much I filmed weddings, took senior portraits, did like promos for local businesses. It's pretty much I would film or take pictures of anything that someone would pay me for. Once I graduated high school, I decided to take a gap year, which turned into multiple gap years, which (laughs) I'm still on gap years. Uh, I started doing freelance full-time out of school, which meant that I was spending lots of time like alone in my dark parents' basement, sending emails, cold calling, just trying to get leads and uh, make money doing this. And about a year into it, after I was graduated, uh, my mental health started becoming to an all-time low just because things weren't really working out. I started to realize that I wasn't necessarily passionate about filming weddings or doing small jobs for other people. And deep down, I knew that I was kind of trying to deny it, but a part of me still wanted to stay true to that middle school dream of being an online creator. I think you know lots of people share that dream nowadays. Right around this time, me and one of my best friends were hanging out at a coffee shop in Fort Collins, and we decided to download this app called Musical.ly, which if you don't know, Musical.ly is now TikTok, the very popular vertical video app. Um, oh man, I had I literally had no idea. Yeah, Crazy. So, ByteDance, their parent company, bought Musical.ly and then rebranded them to TikTok. But at least among younger users or the people in my social circle, Musical.ly was um, considered like cringy. It was like <laughs> really weird, just lip syncs to videos of like people trying to look cute. It was mostly things that like your little sister would use, you know, who like didn't really know anything about social media. Um, so we downloaded this app to make those silly videos just to send to our friends to like be funny doing it ironically. But when we went to download the app, it was now TikTok. Um, and we were like, okay, cool, whatever. We made our videos, sent them to our friends. Our friends didn't even think they were that funny. <laughs> and then we uh, deleted the app and moved on, except my friend did. I didn't. When I was on the app making those videos, I saw that there was videos in this app with like hundreds of thousands of likes. And I just wanted to understand why 
like how so many people could be so interested in something that I thought was so repulsive. So I just decided to spend like two weeks, just like see what it's actually about, try to understand the enemy, I guess. Um, and if you've used TikTok personally, you understand that like in the first two weeks of the app, you're just sucked in. It just encapsulates you. It, all you want to do is watch TikToks. It becomes very addicting, very fast. And so that happened to me. I was just scrolling TikTok nonstop. And I decided, you know, what? I'm going to start uh, making some videos. I feel like this app is going to be pretty big. And so I did. And I hopped on to TikTok at a really nice time because it's right before it kind of got boosted into the mainstream. And so there wasn't a lot of competition, but there was a lot of demand for content. So I started creating videos. I made this one series where I would write my followers comments on a like four foot by five foot canvas and I'd make a design out of their comments. And the finale episode of the first canvas that I did was my first video to break a million views. Wow. Um, yeah. And I remember that night I had like 4,000 followers on the app. And by the time I went to bed, I had like 14,000 followers on the app. Wow. So you really came far from your 37 YouTube yeah. subscribers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and it's all, it's all funny because I downloaded the app as a joke and then just decided not to delete it. But <laughs> I got like 14,000 followers. And then by the end of the week, I think I was at like 70,000 followers. Um, and so I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. Like this thing that I had been dreaming of since I was a kid is now like becoming an actual possibility. And so I stuck with it. It's funny, actually, I kind of skipped over a part. I went to college for like three weeks and then three weeks and I started getting like a little traction on this app. And it was a, probably like a very irresponsible decision at the time, but I was just like, this is my life. I know what I love to do. I'm not a good student. School's not working for me. So I just dropped out of college. I dropped out of college to pretty much make TikToks full time, which sounds pretty silly when you say it like that, but it's what I did, you know, and I'm going to stick to that decision. It, I would, I'm really grateful that I was like, I guess, brave enough to do that because it's hard, especially when all your friends are in school to kind of not do that. It makes you feel like you're falling behind a little bit, but I stuck to my own path. Then I started blowing up on TikTok which was really nice. I got myself to around a quarter million followers last year. And after a mean text from my boss at my day job, which I was a barista, I it was just like, screw it. I don't need this day job. I'm just going to go full-time being a content creator. You know, I have a little bit of an audience. I had started making a little bit of money, like a couple hundred bucks. I was like, I'm sure if I just put all my energy and effort into this, I can make it happen. So I quit my job. I had about two months worth of money saved up. And I started a phone case company where I would make uh, cute little designs of my cat on phone cases. And I'd let my followers choose the design. Essentially, my cat was an explorer and my followers could choose like what location he was going to explore. And that would be the phone case. There are cute designs that I was really proud of. <laughs> I worked really hard on them. And after two weeks of creating like multiple websites, running so many promotions, Facebook ads, I sold a whopping three phone cases. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of money. Um, and so I had to start figuring out what I was going to do next because this online creator stuff was not working. You know, it was really rough in the moment, but at least going for it and starting my own business and failing was a really humbling and uh, educating experience, I guess. Right around that time, I was like, okay, I need to get a new job. I don't want to be a barista anymore. And so I applied for Madwire. This was about July of 2020. I applied for Madwire. Uh, they had a video editor role open. And I was like, I know how to edit videos. I will apply for it. I like made this really cool 
video, like explaining who I am, trying to like showcase my personality and everything. Sent it off, thought I had a really solid application, did my like one way video interview and didn't hear anything back, which is okay. Uh, but I had to figure something else out. So I became a barista again at a different coffee shop. And I'm very grateful that I did because although I was following up and applying to ton for Madwire because I really wanted to work there, I was getting things back. So I decided that anytime I saw someone with a Madwire shirt, a Madwire sticker on their laptop or something, I was just going to go up and start talking to them. And I was just going to try to muscle my way into this company, essentially. Um, and that's exactly what happened. After talking and embarrassing myself in front of many of now my coworkers, I guess, I met Darius actually at the coffee shop that I started working at. Um, he thought my shoes were really cool. So we started talking. And then one thing led to another. And I told him how I had this audience online. And then he told me that he was looking for someone exactly like me. And on the outside, I was all cool. I was like, oh yeah, for sure. I'll give you my info. But on the inside, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I think as soon as he left the coffee shop, I like called my girlfriend and I was like, you're never going to believe what just happened. Um, but then like a month went by and Darius like never contacted me or hit me up or anything. And I was like, oh man, like I bet it's just a nice gesture. Like I don't think anything's actually going to come of this. Uh, and then yeah, a month later we met up. And I started showing him what I was about. But then he just needed to make sure I was legit. So I had to like prove my abilities and my work ethic. And he uh, gave me a good word into Madwire. And very luckily that turned into what I'm doing now. So, <laughs> sorry. That monologue was a lot better in my head. But you know what? We got through it. I hope you guys understand. I... No, it's awesome. I love hearing, I love hearing your story. Thank you for sharing it. That also um, is just a true lesson in perseverance because sometimes that really pays off. And I can't tell you how many stories I've heard from coworkers of ours who have a very similar story of like continuing to apply and trying to connect with literally anyone and everyone who works at Madwire and then they got a job and it worked out great. So that's awesome. And, you know, sometimes making connections with people works out. Um, no, you have an awesome story. Thank you for sharing it. We're really happy to have you not only at Madwire, but also as the co-host of the Make a Difference podcast. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, before we wrap things up today, friends, I have this or that questions for you. And when okay. I put, just to preface what this means, because when Darius and I played this game, he got confused because I was like, we're going to play this or that. And he, and so I started asking the questions and he was like, I don't get it. That's not this or that. So what I mean by this is I'm going to give you two things and you have to pick one of the two yeah. things. Okay. okay I'm okay. glad you understand. <laughs> yes. I'm on the same page. <laughs> okay. Uh, Coke or Pepsi? Ooh, Pepsi. If it's in a glass. Uh, Sorry, I made a modifier. Coke if it's in a can? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fascinating. Yeah. Like if I'm at a restaurant, Pepsi. But okay. if I'm just buying a 12-pack, Coke. Interesting. So I would say that that's both. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Um, I think I know the answer to this already, but dogs or cats? Cats. Yeah, you guys can't, you guys can't see, obviously. You're just hearing us, but um, there, well, there was cat disappeared <laughs> but there was a cat yeah. climbing on its cat tree in the background i'm a huge cat enthusiast it's like a little persona i run on my instagram where i just constantly post about cats like i love cats but i definitely upplay it online just to be funny <laughs> and now i have over i think like a hundred pictures of cats just on my instagram 
<laughs> I really do love cats though. And fun fact. So my cat, his name's Gulliver. He's a calico, but I think it's like one out of every 3000 calicos are boys. And he is one of those 3000, which is, I don't know. I looked out. I thought that was a fun fact about my kitty guy. Very unique kitty. Yeah. Uh, he's very cute. Okay. Um, so cats, cool, cool. Cats um, beach or mountains? Mountains, I think. Definitely. Okay. Well, we live in Colorado, so yeah. I think we're like obligated to say that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always want to like explain more on these answers, but it's a, it's a simple this or that. No, like, you can't go for it. Why? I, I like adventuring and I feel like mountains are like more of an adventure, but if I want to go like on a vacation and like relax, then the beach for sure. Yeah. Gosh, so. a beach vacation sounds great right now. You're telling me. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> winter or summer? Summer. You can do more. Well, I, I think that that's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> that's true. That is true. <laughs> Okay, but that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me think here. City or not city? <laughs> the opposite of city. City or suburb? Suburb or rural or yeah. yeah. I got you. Okay. Uh at this point in my life, city. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna we're gonna stop playing this or that. And now I have okay. other questions. Okay. What is your favorite spot in Fort Collins? A place that's near and dear to my heart is, I have to go with the Alley Cat, probably. Hmm, Alley, okay. Alley Cat, it's a nice cafe. Used to be 24 hours. It's not anymore, but it's a okay. staple of the community. That's true. It is. You're absolutely right. Okay. What is your favorite date night spot to go with your girlfriend? Ooh, date night spot. Or date I, day. Yeah. <laughs> I really love taking her out to a nice dinner, but if we're just going like on a little simple date, hammocking is really nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was our first date actually was a hammock. So cool. Yeah. Um, all right. I have a question for you. Uh, excuse me. This is not Farah hour. <laughs> it's really important. Okay. Okay. Would you rather have fingers for legs or legs for fingers? Oh my. Um... So let me help you get the visual. So if you're having... <laughs> Uh, legs for fingers and you're like an octopus person kind of, you know, cause you have like all these really long legs mm-hmm. on your hands. Mm-hmm. But if you have fingers for legs, you just have like two really like stubby index fingers as legs. Yeah. I would go with fingers for legs. Octopus. They're kind of weird and scary to me. And I would like to keep my, like, I feel like without my hands, I would be lost. So it's a lot of toenails to clip too. If you have that many feet. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. That's funny. That's a funny question. Um, okay. Well, I I have no more questions for you. I mean, I'm sure I could think of some, yeah. but they're not coming to me easily at this point. But um, we're really excited to have you. And um, I'm so excited for our upcoming guests and to continue to to just tell the stories of people making a difference in the world. And um, as always, listeners, if you guys have anybody that you think would make an awesome guest on the Make a Difference podcast, please reach out to us. We're always looking for awesome people to connect with and talk to. And welcome to you, Cole. We're so excited to have you. Thank you so much. I'll try to serve Darius well. I'm sure you will. (laughs) I I feel like it's going to go great. Me as well. Well, that's a wrap on our intro to Cole episode, episode 52. And as always, friends, go out and make a difference today. <laughs>